Please be seated. Well, you braved the crowds, got here early for a good seat, or got here early for standing room only. It's a nice problem to have, but I apologize nonetheless. You finished up your wrapping and your last-minute shopping. You got your little ones dressed, won the argument with the teenager that said you are going to church. You parked, and you found yourselves here in this place for church. Thanks be to God. And you know, maybe this is a yearly thing for you or or maybe even just one of the two times that you're going to be with us this year. <laughs> or maybe it's your first and last time with us because you're just passing through Atlanta. But we are so grateful that we get to pack ourselves into this place with you to reimagine, to relive the birth of Christ. Jesus, God saves us, God with us. And we are all here today to take part in this story. Because we are all meant to take part in in the Feast of Christ. Many of you out there can probably recite verbatim sections of Luke's Nativity Gospel, although I have to say that's no credit to the church, but to the wonderful people who did the Charlie Brown Christmas. (laughs) I think even my best friend who's Jewish can recite it because he's seen that so many times. You know, Linus does my favorite reading of Luke ever. I know for a fact that many of you sitting out there, and I know many of you sitting over here, have even played one of the characters in the story. And I'll bet that one of these kids has even been the baby Jesus and the Virgin Mary. And some of you, I know, have been angels and you've been shepherds and even sheep. So for all of you, which of the supporting cast are you in the birth of Christ? Are you an angel Are you a shepherd? So since we are all meant to take part in the pageant of the Feast of Christ, let's learn about these supporting roles that we're going to play. In particular, let's talk about angels and shepherds. So last Sunday in our annual non-anxious Christmas pageant, and that's what we really call it here, our shepherds um, were mostly little boys between the ages of about four and eight, I believe. And they they line up next to the organ every year. Some of them lean against it. They own the space, right? They wear little headscarves. Some of them, I think, have on bathrobes. The really cool kids get to carry sticks. And they're into it. Well, you know, most, most of all, they were into each other, and they were into the fact that they were up here. And adult wranglers were hard at work to keep them into character. But either way... They were just relentlessly cute. You know, I hate to break your hearts tonight, but Luke's shepherds were not cute. When the Gospel of Luke was compiled and written down so we could remember it, shepherds were a low sort. They were unskilled workers. We might call them working poor. They were people, a lot of times, with no familial, familial or cultural connections. 
They lived on the margins. They lived close to the edges of survival. Some people even liken them to chronically homeless folks and petty criminals that live on the outskirts of our society. Luke Shepherds were smelly, unclean folk. They were, as one writer calls them, an uncouth presence, much like our eight-year-old boys. And you know what else is pretty uh, interesting about them is that they were out at night. Now, being out in the wilderness with vulnerable herd animals would have been unthinkable 2,000 years ago. And if we think we are afraid of all that goes bump or growl or howl in the night when we go camping, think of how scary that would have been for folks who could not point a mag light at the frightening sound. For Luke's readers and listeners, anyone, much less shepherds, being out at night would have been noticeable. So marginalized folks out in the pitch black darkness in the middle of nowhere, maybe you're starting to figure out where we're going with these shepherds. I mean, in the first, in the second or third century, they would have definitely found that Christ's birth being announced for the first time to these kind of people surrounded by darkness, this would have been a very puzzling thing. But even more puzzling are our angels, our next supporting players. Verses from Luke, many of us could again recite, read, but the angel said to them, do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great Well, y'all have it written down. For all the people, to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. Now, in our annual non-anxious Christmas pageant, the angels were all little girls who stood up on the choir loft over there between the ages of one and five, I think. And I was sitting next to them last week. Most of them had on pretty white dresses, They had wings attached to their backs with silvery halos. One of them cried till her mom got up there. Most of them looked around a lot and very few stayed in character. And again, again, the cuteness was criminally overwhelming. I love our angels. But before we get too sentimental about them, too, And even though they were about light and good news, let us remember that they too were the opposite of what we see in Christmas pageants. Angels, also terrifying. Angels, also not cute to those shepherds out there at night in the fields. I mean, imagine having this sort of thing come to you, wondering yourself why you're having visual hallucinations or what you're dreaming in the middle of the night. And imagine the relief when, when they begin telling you that they've not come to destroy you or, or whisk you away to another planet, but to tell you, of all people, that the Christ has come, that a Savior has been born for all the world. Angels coming to announce the birth of the Messiah would have seemed about right back then, just as it does for us. 
But delivering the announcement to these people, to these shepherds, would have been outright strange, would have been outrageous, maybe even a little slanderous or offensive. Why tell them? They would have wondered. So, I think our question tonight is, why tell us? You know, most of us here, at some time or another, we have all played the shepherd in our lives. We've been the reject. We've been the one pushed to the outskirts of town. Certainly all of us, at some time or another, have felt as if we were surrounded by thick darkness. And you know, our marginalization might be of our own doing, created out of our own shame, out of our own guilt, out of addiction, out of illness, out of circumstances. We might have been marginalized because of our race or our gender or our gender identity. Maybe we have been the bigots who did the marginalizing and suffered, cutting ourselves away from God's people, separating ourselves from the rest of the world out of our fear and ignorance of the other. Wherever, whenever we have been the shepherd, but being the shepherd means being a human. But you know, the good news about being a shepherd is that when we are shepherds in the story, who appears to us but angels? Christ announces his birth to these kinds of folk. Christ announces his birth to those who sit on the margins. The God of the universe aligns herself with the weak and the vulnerable, the unkempt and the uncouth, the people on the edges. The creator of all that is good comes to us in the most humble form imaginable. Yet I would also insist that we have all been the messengers of good news. We have been the angels in the story. Because Christ's birth speaks to our highest places as well. These places in which we become people who bring good news to others. Sometimes we are the ones who make all the difference. We are the ones who bring good news to those sitting in darkness. We are the ones who point out to others that they are loved and that they are worthy of being loved. We do the right thing. We forgive. We mend. We heal. We bind up the wounded. See, Christ being born among us in this way says that God sees this capacity in all of us shepherds. Because in the end, the nativity story, the great power of the coming Christ is that even shepherds become angels and bearers of good news, don't they? Because the gospel says, when they, the shepherds, saw this, they made known what had been told to them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what these shepherds told them. So wherever you go from here, whatever your path from this place, take this good news with you in your hearts and in your lives and make known what you have been told about this child. 
Listen to what God is saying about you tonight, you shepherds and you angels. You were created to share the good news. You were created to hear it. The good news that says God is among us and with us. Christ is born. Amen.